Hey guys, I am so excited for you to listen in on today's podcast episode. Heather Schaefer is the founder of Branding You Big. She has perfectly blended her creative design and marketing talent with her experience leading a team in sales and network marketing industry. She has also been a leader in three different direct selling companies and currently is a leader of two businesses in this industry. She has been published in Women Over 50. She is a guest speaker on multiple platforms and is the creator of a virtual strategic brand coaching program for entrepreneurs and network marketers who want to elevate their brand. Heather is also a wife, a mom of three adult daughters, a woodle mom and feels the most grounded with her feet in the sand and the lake, the lake waves crashing at her side. I'm really excited for you guys to listen in on our conversation. I think this is a topic that can be pretty popular, but also one that you should take seriously. So I'm excited for you to um, listen to Heather and I talk about branding and direct sales and her story and all the things that come up in our conversation. Let's get into the episode. Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. I am so excited for you guys to tune in today. I have a special guest with me. Heather is a branding guru and a network marketing, I guess, like ninja. You have um, a jack of all trades. And so I'm just really excited to connect with you and hear a little bit about your journey and, you know, kind of who you are, what you do, and just, you know, for anyone listening to be inspired by your story. So I would love for us to just jump in, Heather, if you would share a little bit about um, what, what it is that you do and some of your background. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited to be talking with you. It's so fun. And so really what I do is I'm a branding, I'm a strategic brand coach and designer for women entrepreneurs and women in network marketing. And I, my experience is that I've basically been in the advertising, graphic design, marketing world for 29 years. I'm really dating myself, but I've been in it for a long time. And my direct selling career started in 2012 when I really started thinking, okay, um, at that time, the ages of my girls were, I was talking about this earlier, I think my, the ages of my girls were around 
14, um, 12, and not 10, 9, I think she was. So kind of around that time, I had been freelancing all up until then, but never really pursuing a whole lot. And then around that time, I started to say, oh, wow, you know, college is just after high school. And hmm, maybe I should kind of like add to the family income. <laughs> and so so that's kind of really where a lot of that started. And then it was really a couple of years before COVID that I decided, you know, why isn't this working? You know, I've been growing my business in network marketing and, and doing all the things that people told me to do, but I still wasn't quite breaking that ceiling. I feel like I kept hitting my head on it, actually. And I kind of had this like aha moment where I thought, wait a minute, why am I not doing what I know in my knower to do <laughs> is to brand myself? Like, why did I disconnect my branding and marketing and design business from what I was doing with network marketing. So once I put those two together, it exploded and in many ways. So my businesses took off and, you know, really, it just felt so much more authentic. It, yeah. It felt more like me was coming through and me not, you know, copying and pasting and, you know, putting a script out there and putting out company graphics that it, that felt so good for me. And it showed because my businesses grew too, as a result. So that's a little bit of um, my background, my experience and kind of, you know, how that brought me to where I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's pretty cool. Cause I think, you know, so many of us as mothers, that's a lot of the reason why we walk into the network marketing industry is either so we can stay home or just to be able to continue to have that flexibility, but then contribute financially, right? And I think so many of us have um, like walked through that lens of entrepreneurship, but then we realize within that, you know, business in a box, we're like, okay, how can I make this my thing? And not just about the company, you know, how can I reflect my personality and like what I want to be known for? Um, so I love that. And I think it's funny too, right? That you're like, I know what to do. And I was like, why am I not doing the thing? Like, that's so funny. Um, so knowing that you've built, right, you built two businesses in the network marketing or direct sales industry, and now you're working on something that is clearly your passion. Um, mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about that transition and like, how did that transpire, right? Like what led to you saying, okay, I really want to pursue this part of the industry and supporting people in it. Really what started it was at networking events. So that was, you know, mind you, before anything happened where we were closed down, we were always doing things in person. Mm -hmm. I would have so many people, what, what started it all was multiple, like over and over repeatedly saying, Hey, could we have coffee so I could pick your brain <laughs> and over and over. And these were all direct sellers, network marketers, women entrepreneurs wanting to pick my brain. And I'm using the oh. air quotes here. Yeah. And <laughs> You know, when that starts to happen over and over, you kind of have to pause and say, hmm, I think there's something here that other people want that I know how to do. 
And if I could bless more women in the business and make it easier for them, then I need to, that's my responsibility to do it. And um, so I didn't really go into it thinking that was going to be my plan until people started asking me for it over and over and over. And um, that's kind of really when it was the trigger for me that said, okay, Heather, it's time to start offering and helping more women in business. Yeah, I love that. So what was kind of that first step for you? Like what, what did it look like? The first step in starting that business? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of really at that point, I, you know, we make a lot of connections. I'm a very relational person. And so um, through my authentic connections and through a lot of people, you know, asking me to sit down and have coffee, I would sit down with them and say, well, you know what? I can help you with that. And it just started to go from there. And then obviously, you know, as a business owner, it certainly grew, you know, you you need a business coach, you need somebody to kind of help narrow things in to see your blind spots, to see things that you don't see. And so I just continued to build on that. Um, A lot of prayer, a lot of discussions with my husband, um, a lot of discussions with close, business-minded women that I trusted, um, you know, around me in terms of how, and you know, it's, it's changed. And so what I also know about the network marketing community is we also know a lot of things like my phrase that I use a lot for myself and that my clients often can identify with is I kind of know enough to get myself in trouble, right? Like, I know stuff about Canva. I know stuff about social media. I know lots of little things, but then I kind of reach a point where I don't know. Right. How to do something. And so, um, you know, when I reached, when, when people reach that point where they're like, okay, you know, it's, it's time to kind of ask for help and, you know, uh-huh. get more, more input, more expertise out there, then it's, it's really a, a great connection. And I, so I, that's what I do is I offer for my kind of DIYers, I would call them, you know, for people who know yeah. enough to get themselves in trouble. They just, you know what, they just really would appreciate a plan, a strategy, um, knowing how to do the things, and then they can take it from there. So I do offer, you know, kind of the group coaching. Hey, I'll walk you through that process so that you know exactly what to do. And I also do it for certain people. You know, if somebody um, is at higher levels in their network marketing or direct selling business and they can do that, they're ready to delegate. They just want to hit the ground running. Fine. You know, that that's great. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, it sounds like you're very talented. And, (laughs) um, you know, I also love Canva. And it's funny, too, when I scroll back, and I'm sure you can relate to this, but I like scroll back, you know, like to the bottom when I first was exposed to it. And I look at some of those pictures or things I've created. I'm like, oh dear, (laughs) you know, now I'm like, okay, I I feel a little more confident, but yeah, it's kind of fun to look back at the progression. Yeah, and it is kind of fun because you know what? We don't show up perfect the first time and we're never gonna hit perfection, you know, but it's it's always a a growth. And I think that is kind of fun to see. And um you know, Canva offers a lot of great tools, but until you really know how to use them intentionally and strategically, yes. you know, it's just like a little design. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping it sticks. And like, I don't know what, which one will work or what will work, but yeah, there's a lot of power in it. So um, what is something that your business has done that you didn't expect? So is there something that has happened or transpired that you were not expecting? Um, I would say doubled. <laughs> My business has doubled and even just like when I look at my last quarter, like at quarter four, I think it probably came close to just doubling in just that quarter. Um, I did not expect that. And it's meant I've been working a lot, but, um, but it's just so, you know, it's so different when we're in business for ourselves. And this is also, you know, why we got into network marketing and direct sales in the first place for our time so that we could be in control of that. And so it's different when I'm working for myself rather than if, I mean, I would make a lousy employee at this point. Um, <laughs> I tell people that all the time. Like, you do not want, I've, I've been offered jobs in like last quarter and Q3, I was offered, you know, people approached me for jobs and I was like, oh, you really don't want me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I would say just the growth really surprised me because, because, and I'm sure you, I, I know you talk about this in your group too, like the imposter syndrome, like yeah. the imposter syndrome is a thing. And when you believe that it, you know, it, it distracts you. And so when I really could get that out of my head, then I was, I would say, I was just really surprised by the growth and, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's been the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, we can all relate to that, like imposter syndrome. And I'm kind of curious too, like, what do you feel like in your business? Cause even as I'm like reflecting on, you know, how Monique and I are building our coaching business and, you know, the community, all of it is very similar to network mm-hmm. marketing, right? Yeah. And so I'm curious, like, what do you feel like contributed to that? momentum. I mean, I'm sure like maybe even like referrals or something, but do you feel like there was something you were, you like intentionally did Mm -hmm. that contributed? You know, that is a great question. And actually somebody said this to me recently in one of my mastermind groups. And she said, you know what, Heather, your training and direct sales really, um, because as a carrot chaser, right. Going for incentive (laughs) trips, building big teams, like going for all the things, you have grit. Mm-hmm. And I would say grit, grit and the good old fashioned telephone. Okay. I mean, when I really think about it, what I learned years ago, when I first started in direct sales, we can easily get away from and think, well, I just need to send more text messages. I just need to send more emails. I just need to put out there on social media more. Those are all customer touch points for your brand. All of it. But I'm telling you, when you start to mix in there, that good old fashioned, you know, we used to call it dialing for dollars. I would say it's much more intentional. It's just authentic, authentic relationship, phone calls. Hey, how are you doing? I was just thinking about you and starting this. What are your goals for the business, for your business in 2000, you know, in 2023? I'm just curious. 
Yeah. When I started asking those questions, what are your goals for your business in 2023? Um, what are you struggling with? What's going to help you get there? It's very natural from there. I mean, I wasn't selling them anything. I was offering a solution, right? And that's what we do in direct sales. I feel like all of those things that I learned in, yes. in, in that business really led me to where I am now. And um, women understand that I understand. Right. You've been there. You've walked the walk. You're not just talking the talk. Yeah. I love that. Um, and I'm curious too. So when you mentioned imposter syndrome, like, and you said, I didn't really get that out of the way. I think, mm. you know, so many people, you know, struggle with that. Cause like, for me, I was a teacher by trade, you know, so coming into a, a space where I had to sell and recruit and do all of these things. Um, I totally remember that feeling that like lack of confidence and stuff. So I'm curious, like, what are some things that you would suggest to someone listening to this, that is like, that's me, you know, I'm struggling with really stepping into my power, stepping into my ability and showing up as the version that I believe, you know, God calls us and, you know, we could, we can become, but I think we have to shed sometimes, you know, we have to shed an old um, version of ourselves. So I'm curious, like, what is it that you did and you maybe continue to do? Well, I would say I'm still in progress with that um, because it can creep in when you're not paying attention. And um, so for me, I'm in, I'm in groups of people. I'm in masterminds of um, like-minded women that help remind me of that, that when they hear it, they call it, they name it, mm-hmm. get it out. It's not, it's a lie. And you don't need to believe that lie. Um, so I would say I'm a work in progress on that. I would say probably about a year ago, I really started to recognize the imposter syndrome because the way I always had heard imposter syndrome um, described, at least you know from different circles, was always about like you know feeling like you needed to please other people or you needed to you know that in that sense. And I just couldn't, I didn't identify with that. I identified more as I started to unpack that a little bit more are those, those lies, like you're not qualified. You don't know what you're Mm -hmm. talking about. You know, Mm -hmm. it was those kinds of voices that I was like, Ooh, I got those voices in there. They are in there. And so putting yourself around people with that are like-minded and they can call you out on it and challenge you when they might hear you doubt yourself would be one thing. And, you know, whether it's a morning, you know, for me, it's quiet time, it's scripture, it's um, Mm -hmm. that constant reminder every day that um, what the truth is, I need to believe. And um, so, but it is a work in progress. I'd love to say that you just shed it and then you're done with it and you never have imposter syndrome again, but um, I don't know. Maybe it's just me that phrase, new levels, new devils, you know, like when you think you've, you know, surpassed or overcome, I mean, yes, every time I've uh, almost hit this new level or like transition, then I, you're exactly right. Something creeps in and you're like, Oh, I did not see that coming. Like what is going on? Yeah. 
So I love that. I'm all about community and mm-hmm. co- collaborating and surrounding, you know, that you're the sum of the five people you surround yourself with. So we preach that all the That's time, right. all the time. Yeah. So based on the success that you have had, and I know can, you will continue to have, I'm sure you've learned a lot of lessons. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I would love to know if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice around your business. Hmm. And um, just in that arena, what would you, what would you do? And what would you say, I guess? Yeah, I think, gosh, I wish I would have, I mean, because I have several different businesses and income streams, I feel like really in the end, I wish I would have branded myself sooner. I wish I would, it would not have taken me so long to figure that out. Um, And that's what I love about helping women that I'm like, I can help you. So you don't have to guess anymore and figure that out. So it's, it's not as long. So, um, so I wish I would have been able, you know, I wish I would have really understood that more, even though at the same time, I always think everything happens for a reason and everything that happened then prepared me for where I am today. And so I don't live with too many regrets in that sense, you know, but I understand the question you're asking. And so, you know, to be fair. So, um, and I think too, in terms of like my, along with that, my network marketing business and things, I wished that I would not have, I mean, sometimes I could just like put my head in my hands and just be like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed that I texted (laughs) some of those things that my upline told me to do. (laughs) I bought into what they were selling and it wasn't authentic. And Mm -hmm. so, um, I, yeah, I wish I would have figured that out sooner in there um, because having that authentic brand is really what makes the difference in your business. It's building that no like, and trust, you know, Mm -hmm. recently, and this is just kind of an interesting statistic um, that your community might appreciate too, is that 74% of Americans are more likely to purchase from somebody who has an established personal brand over a company brand. And I say that Mm. because when people are stuck in putting up a company graphic or copying and pasting or looking like everybody else, um, they are not building their no like, and trust. It's going to take longer. And so that is just really valuable statistic when somebody might, maybe that will help somebody like, okay, get closer to that branding where, and it's not, it's not just a logo, you know, it's not just showing up, you know, in, in 2019, I remember the buzz was just show up. You have to show up to go up. And it's not just about showing up. It's showing up with intention, with strategy, Mm -hmm. you know, with a purpose that you can serve and offer a solution to somebody's problem. And until they feel like they know, like, and trust you, and that does not happen with a plastered, you know, company logo or graphic, um, they're not going to buy. So I wish I would, maybe that was a little bit of a soapbox. Sorry, but. Oh, I love it. I love it. 
but you know, I wish I would have figured some of that out sooner. Um, and some of it too, if in all fairness, you know, our culture has changed everything after, you know, 2021, yeah. it's changed. It, it, it's different now, but we need to know about that. We need to know mm-hmm. about the change and what people yeah. are looking for yeah. and, and deliver that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I literally just posted a podcast episode about kind of how the consumer is looking more for connection and community versus just a link. And, you know, if you want that conversion, you really have to have that first, you know, and just like you said, it starts with that trust and authority. And I think when there's a cohesiveness, you know, to your feed and what you put out, you'll stay top of mind, you know, people are going to consistently see it, but then when they see that color or that, you know, style that it'll, you'll think of them, right? Like you'll think of that person or what it is that they do and provide. And so, yeah, I remember very specifically when I started to lean into that concept a couple of years ago myself. And it was, I do, I mean, it was around the timeline, my, my business like exploded. And I do think a lot of it is because it was this consistency of, oh, this is, this is her. She's serious now, which it wasn't like I wasn't serious before, but you know what I mean? Like there's yes. a difference posting what the company or someone provides to you versus you going out and saying, Hey, I'm going to create my own content and be my own mini storefront versus mm-hmm. just relying on, um, what the company or your upline is giving you. Uh, and you know, those, those people listening that are like, I'm brand new, like, obviously you got to start somewhere, right? Yes. Like, You have to have, you know, hopefully you have support and you have an upline who is at least going to give you something. But I do think if at all possible, you know, adding in some, some of your own flair, I guess I should say at the very beginning is really impactful. So, um, I would love to know, I have a couple of, um, fun questions. So who is the most influential person in your life and how have they impacted you? Can you think of someone that has just really given you this, um, creative spirit or contributed to your success in some way. I'd love to hear about it. Hmm. Well, gosh, a lot of different people come to my mind, but when I think of, I wouldn't be in my business where I am today. It, like I said, I could probably go with a couple of, obviously my husband's my biggest cheerleader. And if he were not in my court, I would not have the courage to go out and do the other things that I feel like I'm being called to do. So that has, that is huge. And, um, the other, you know, I would say too the, the person that I had, I went through my, a pretty substantial business coaching program. I know my business would not be in the same place today if it weren't for her. Um, Mm. and, um, her name is Sandra Yancey. Uh, she runs eWomen Network, um, huge organization. Uh, she's, you know, run multi-millions. She is, you know, she has the experience and had she not seen some things in me and in what I was feeling like I didn't know how to organize, but I was feeling like kind of like a hot mess. If she wasn't able to kind of harness all of that and really help me see the bigger picture there. I don't, my business would not be in the structure at all that it is today. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of power in investing in yourself because there's, you, you have some like financial skin in the game and it's almost like, okay, if I'm going to, you know, invest in this coach or this mentorship or program or whatever, it's like, I really want it to pay off. And I think you're a product of that, right? Like I tell people all the time, I'm like, I've invested so many times. So I love hearing that. And I am grateful that you have a supportive spouse. I think that does make a huge difference um, in the success um, for, for most of us, at least. Okay. And then I would love to know, do you have either like a favorite book that you're like, everyone needs to read this or kind of like your top few books that, that have really, um, you know, just contribute either contributed to your success or that you just know, like everyone in direct sales or like network marketing, they need to read this book or these books. Yeah. So gosh, I'm like looking at my bookshelf here right (laughs) above me that has like the books because these, I generally pull out a lot. Gosh, which ones? Okay. I'll rattle off quickly. So I'm not going into all of them, but one that I it's foundational, not over, not only in our home, but it also is something that I just use repeatedly. If you have not taken the strength binders 2.0, you must. So funny that you just said that because Monique sent me that book. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you, okay. you should definitely, especially, you know, if you're listening to this and you are brand new, um, and everybody really should, if it was a long time that you took it last, uh, take it again. If you have children who are in middle school, our church starts this in, I think we do our first one. I think when they're freshmen in high school, they take the strength finders and it really helps prepare your kids. Like, what do I want to do in college? And what's a good way to use my gifts? Super cool. Um, The other thing is, you know what, this is something else that I wish I would have really paid attention to before my business got big is get your money in order. And one way to do that is a book called profit first. Okay. the author's name I cannot pronounce. I always want to say like Mike Mikowski from the Monsters. <laughs> from the- <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's called Profit First. Get your money in order because your business um, will be a train wreck if you don't. Mm. And I don't think I know for myself um, when I started my business, I was starting it just as a hobby and. Then when it really had to become part of our family budget, I had to make some changes. And so I wish I would have just started right away with the profit first format. So read the profit first. Um, And then my, my next one, I will say um, that I love, and I quote all the time on my social media and I use in my presentations is um, if you have not looked up on a guy by the name of Jesse Cole. uh, So uh, Jesse, J E S S E Cole, uh, with a C his first book is find your yellow tux and then fans first, but find your yellow tux. And the whole idea with that can really help somebody with their brand, find what makes you unique. And this guy is a riot. You follow him on social media. He owns a a minor league baseball team called the Savannah bananas. It's hilarious. And but, oh my goodness. but it really took me the whole book. I heard him speak. 
I read the book and I kept going and going. And it honestly was not until the very end that I find, I mean, this could be even like a great team. If you have a team book club or something like that, Uh because the purpose of it is, like I said, is what is it that makes you stand out in your business? And then being able to share that messaging in your brand, because everybody here is made with a unique gift and to be able to shine the light on that and do things different than the way, I mean, who wears a yellow tux, right? You're going to remember <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Seriously. So, so, um, those would be probably my three and probably very non-traditional for like just the direct sales community. But, um, I love those. And I had not heard of the profit first or the find your yellow tux. So I'm excited to check those out myself. Usually there's like a lot of like John Maxwell or like, you know what I mean? Like very similar. So this is good. I'm excited to, to dive into them. And obviously I need to do the strengths finder because you mentioned it. And then Monique just recently was like, you have got to have this book. I'm sending it to you. I was like, okay, so awesome. Well, Heather, it has been such a pleasure to connect with you and to hear a little bit about your journey and how you support people in network marketing and just like women entrepreneurs. And I love what you're doing. I really do because I feel like there is a gap, like we talked about before we pressed record between the field and the corporate. And it's like the corporate, you know, they're not in the field. And so it's like, they don't always know what really we need. Right. And then the people in the field don't always have that direct link or control over what happens at the corporate level. And so I think, you know, giving, someone the tools and the training to really create their own brand and give their this freedom to express themselves in a visual way and just within their own online ecosystem I think it's awesome I love what you're doing so I'd love for you to share like where and how can people connect with you and work with you yeah, definitely. So you can go to Branding You Big. That's the name of my business, brandingyoubig.com. And you can, um, I have free resources on there too if you want some easy content planners. I know you in your group, you offer a lot of great things. If you need some help finding and determining what your core values are, which is really kind of the heartbeat of your brand, I can help with that too. I have a free download you can get on my website there as well. And, um, I do offer, uh, I call it my branding breakthrough masterclass. It is, um, a, more of a group coaching format modules on demand with group coaching and mixed into it that, um, that is enrolling right now that people can tap into. So, um, definitely take advantage of some of those free resources and check out if, um, you know, if it's time for you to go big with your brand. You know, I like to say your big dreams deserve big brands. They, they really do go together. And so I'd love to help more women. It's really my passion. Uh, I get really fired up and really excited to serve more women in that capacity. So whether you want to be part of a group program or you want it done for you, um, that's what we can do. So brandingyoubig.com, social media channels, you can go to heatherschaferhq.com. Um, if you look up Branding You Big, you'll find me too. It's in both places, but Schaefer, sometimes it's hard to spell. So um, I know you'll have it in the show notes, of course, yeah. but that's yeah. just um, some easy ways to connect with me on all the, the social places. Awesome. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to hopefully collaborating and connecting more in the future. 
Likewise, I agree. Thanks for having me, Becky. Awesome. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.